I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The, the Big, Big Ones! Wait, you guys don't do a 3 2 one <laughs> You literally <laughs> just <laughs> jump into it? Sorry, was that Oh really? my god, that was, was that jarring. jarring! Okay, do you want us to give you a 3 2 one Yeah. Okay, 3 2 one Hi, everyone, and welcome to The The Big Big Ones. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Dan Dan Adut? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) That's like so streamlined. I know. It's freaking me out. We're doing the intro so good now. And the amazing thing is you guys aren't reading from anything. No. No, But this has been like two years in the making for a really long time. We were reading and then also just it was just a a really big mess. Yeah. But now we're just a machine. It's actually like kind of probably really upsetting for someone like you just coming into this. It's amazing. You you guys are both just texting while... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while doing it <laughs> it's very creepy it's, and scary i know we multitask um i know a lot of you guys are thinking wow maria sounds different well it's because i've got a little case of like a, a bronch a bronchial thing uh-huh yeah. and um so just so now that that's out of the way <laughs> cut me some slack so yes i've got a lower voice than normal but it's nothing to fear um and now we have to just say how we know dan uh, because Dan and us go way back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dan and we. Dan and uh, myself and myself's friend. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so okay, so originally I met Dan on the set of a ill-fated sitcom called Friend Me. Yes. Um, where I played a a quirky neighbor. I was basically Kramer. Um, but you know, twenty-four and um, a young blonde woman, and then. Dan had a really interesting role. So you played a Skype friend. I did. Uh, it was a weird role because um, it was me and two other guys, and we were Skype friends who would Skype in once every two episodes. But initially, we were supposed to be in every episode, and then they were like, just kidding, you're going to be in like six. And then basically, after every episode, we would huddle around, the three of us, and be like, you think they're going to make us permanent? Oh they're my probably going to make us permanent, right? Like, we got a high five from the creator but then um jokes on all of us because none of it ever aired that's crazy why didn't it ever air well well <laughs> there were reasons there was 
Oh, reasons. wait, didn't someone... We'll get into it at some point. Are we going to or no? I don't think we should. <laughs> okay. There, let's let's leave the mystery. It should be shrouded in mystery because at some point, we I do want to do something with that story. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, it's a I, sad there, story. It's a sad story. There were a lot of different reasons, I think, though, why it was so troubled the show mm-hmm. um but do you think your performance was one of them i would uh, say that's number one yeah. i think it could be number one and also i my character week to week changed like one week she was like phoebe from friends and they literally had me playing i learned a guitar song they had me playing in the coffee shop and then right before i performed it in front of the live audience they cut it and then the next week i was like this chef who was like i the episode was about that i had to bake a thousand quiches oh yeah and so that was the one with the cat um no the cat was a different episode how many episodes did you guys do six but there was a lot going on in each one of these episodes oh my god yeah it was also like they didn't really they didn't really know what direction they were going in so every episode was like a different weird like standalone hallmark movie totally it was just the craziest (laughs) shit you've ever and you'll never see yeah Uh, but then dan maria and i um had dan in an episode of ghost girls Mm -hmm. um and he played a rapper do you remember his rapper name oh it was like little something i don't know his name but i know his song what was the song again eat it and tweet it eat it and tweet it eat it and tweet it I put it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm sure I could find what your name was. It's probably all over. Wait, I don't think it was. I think it was. I hit it and I quit it. No, it was. I tweet it. I eat it and I tweet it. It's true. Really? Yeah, because it was a take on hitting it and quitting it. Oh, okay, got it. So, <laughs> was it? <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll find that and maybe put his little cold open in here. But it's it's one of my favorite cold opens because this spindly little microphone comes up to you like a ghost microphone and wraps around your yes. neck. It, it's a great performance. I love that show. Wow. It's Young Skeevy. Young Skeevy. Y-U-N-G. <laughs> S-K-E-E-V-Y. And now it also says on IMDb that you were on an episode of Ghosted. I was on an episode wow. of Ghosted. Oh, so how did that compare? Ooh, is this a podcast about all the ghost-related shows? Yeah, I've well, done? it is yeah. now because we didn't know you were doing ghost show after ghost show. Yeah, I'm making the rounds. Um, it was very fun. What was it like getting I think into it's so Terry's weird when people skin. talk about like... Uh, the experience. Oh, it was so great. Oh, my God. Um, Adam McKay, so much nicer than you, like as nice as you could ever imagine. Yeah, wait, it's not Adam McKay. It's not Adam (laughs) McKay. It's what's his name? No one knows. No, what's his name? I'm pretty sure it's Adam McKay. No, I'll tell you who it is. It's It's Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Okay, Adam McKay. Um, that's okay. They don't. Do you know what I mean though? When people are like. He's so much nicer. Was he nice, though? He was so nice. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, knew it. And then so Dan's an actor and a writer, and he's got a podcast. I do. Do you want to talk about your podcast? I would love to. Um, It's called uh, Green Eggs and Dan. We'll put applause in. Don't worry. Okay, thank you. And um, <laughs> it's a it's a food podcast, but it's not an annoying food podcast because I love food, but I also think that most food podcasts are really lame and too precious. So uh, I get a lot of my uh, comedy friends and also journalist people and chefs, and we start every episode with a picture of the inside of their fridge. Uh, which they oh. don't know I'm going to post on <gasps> oh the socials. Oh, my God. So it's very fun and invasive. 
Uh, and uh, we get into a very fun, organic conversation about food that ends up usually being pretty, pretty funny. I can't wait to listen. This sounds amazing. I love food podcasts. Yeah. And Dan is a real foodie. You, I went to Matza for the first time Moza, with you. Moza. Oh, God. I'm just... Maria, okay. edit no that. Judgment. <laughs> no judgment. No way. Do not edit that. But anyway, it was so good. I had that... Matza bu- is a Passover restaurant. <laughs> butterscotch budino. Oh, yes. So good. That is really, really good. Yeah. Um, it might be one of the best desserts of the last 10 years in oh, America. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was wow. one of those things that they made it, and then everyone started to copy it. Have you had an I Oreo? <laughs> <laughs> you can't get anything past this <laughs> I tell you um, well that's great well everyone check that out and uh, you then- know I did have a cookies and cream ice cream last week from a place called Scoops yeah so oh, is that the one by la city college yes wait I think there's a couple but it's yes. on heliotrope there's one in uh, Chinatown as well and was it good? Delicious. You know, I've never been a cookies and cream gal. Well, bitch, you don't even like ice cream. That's Whoa. so true. Oh Unless, God. but Dan, listen to me. Because I do when it's like a hot fudge sundae or a banana split. But I uh-huh. don't want just a scoop of ice cream. You can take it and you can throw it. What in. about on a cone? I don't want it. Mm. Sorry, go away. Now, if, now if a bunch of people are getting them and it's a hot day and it's like, Maria, will you take this? cone with ice cream on it i'll be like yeah fine oh what a saint yeah seriously (laughs) but i love a hot fudge sundae and i love whipped cream and hot fudge and like ice cream but i just want the ice cream to be a little a little a little pop i understand that i get that are you a fan of profiteroles what are those they're like that french thing it's like they'll take a cream puff uh, open it, put the scoop of ice cream yeah. in it, and then drizzle oh, hot chocolate on Oh, my God. Top. Well, I, I'm a cream puff gal, and I'm a pastry gal. I think a profiterole might be. That sounds right up my alley. Well, what about, there's this ice cream place called Afters. Okay, um, So that. there's one in Pasadena, and then there's one in Alhambra, and I think there's a few more popping up, but they um, have this thing called a milky bun. So it's basically a scoop of, they have like um, interesting kind of quirky ice cream flavors, you know, as they do these days, like um, cereal milk is one of their flavors. Yeah. And then the milky bun, that, that sounds bad to you? Cereal well, milk? Or it's not like... The milk that I throw down the drain with Ew, the rage. Oh Sometimes that's fun though. If you have like fruity pebbles and then the milk, you want to, the milk You is- guys are sick. Oh my God. Anyway, the milky bun is like a glazed donut with no hole. <laughs> that sounded so gross. <laughs> Um, anyway, but, but we should do our ass. Well, where's the ice cream? The ice cream goes in the middle of the milky bun. But there's no hole. Oh, uh. <laughs> so you bite into the milky bun. Yeah, it's and- cut open. It's splayed apart. So it's kind of <laughs> like a ice cream sandwich, but with donut. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But I never get the milky bun. It sounds aggressive. Yeah, it's too much. I, that's the thing with me. It's like, I love an ice cream sundae if I'm splitting it. If I'm getting a personal dessert, I just want like a scoop of ice cream and a cake cone. Okay. A mint and chip, please. Mint and chip. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a Grater's <laughs> ice cream? No. Okay, so Grater's is an Ohio ice cream brand. Uh, they have, they're known for their uh, chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip. Is it like fr- the fresh mint? It's very fresh mint, but also the chocolate chips are like kind of um 
it's very they're not uniform like they just make it in this bucket oh. and they're like all different shapes and because usually fun. the chips that are very good. small no this chip. has like slabs almost yeah mm. i'll take like a slab glass shards imagine glass shards made out of chocolate in your ice cream yeah well oh. amanda's gotta be uh, aware of that because that may be coming her way oh god <laughs> Chocolate gl- glass shards. Careful what you bite into. You're scaring me with your voice. It's really <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and your little face just poking out over there. We're keeping her quarantined. She just like... hit the microphone with her face, by the way. Oh, God. I'm going to have to wash everything in here. It's oh, so scary. I do have bleach wipes. <laughs> but I wiped her face off before. So then that's actually a little trick for everyone out there. If you just wipe the face, then you don't have to worry about you anything. Yeah. are all nerds. <laughs> okay, so what we like to do before we get into Dan's little big one is we... Um, a podcast expert told us that the reason why men are more successful at, at their podcast is because they do an aggressive ask at the beginning where women are more likely to do their ask for subscribers at the end oh. when people are just like, get out of here. I don't want to hear your shrill voice anymore. <laughs> so um, so we do an aggressive ask at the beginning of the podcast. Okay. So we'll And we go. mean aggressive. Okay. Right. Um, so and you can join in. So we'll say a few beats and then you can join in. Um, Okay, guys, listen up. This is the thing. We do this amazing show, The Big Ones, and we do it for free. You are getting free premium content. It's the only thing you have to live for. And if you want it to continue, there's a few things we need from you. Um, Right. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just, just, you were on a roll. Oh, okay. We need you to rate and review. We need you to. It's it's impossible for us to continue if you don't rate and review us. And don't take it from the girls. Take it from an aggressive guy also. Rate and review, guys. Do it now. Oh, that's perfect. And and tell three friends. But Amanda, do you know what they could do right now? What? They could subscribe. Holy oh my moly. God. They could subscribe at this very minute. Actually, they will subscribe at this very moment. And if you don't take it from her, take it from this guy. Yeah, it's just a button. It's just a button. And that's right. It is just a button. <laughs> so we also, Dan, you're going to love this. We also have a Patreon. Mm. And you will Give us money. Give us money. And you'll do it right now. The first five people who press subscribe. Get a hand job. (laughs) (laughs) No, but wait now. Glass shards. (laughs) Now our Patreon is you get two bonus episodes a month and it's, you know, you could give a dollar, but you could also give a thousand dollars. You could also give your house mortgage. You could coupons coupons you can take a dollar if you need money you can go onto the patreon and make a request can you take a dollar i was wrong house mortgage you don't give someone your house mortgage well what do you mean like your house pay the mortgage your deed to your house oh yeah yeah. we don't want the mortgage no No. well i'll take what i can get so here's here's a couple (laughs) here's a couple (laughs) reviews so if you guys leave reviews on itunes which you will or apple podcast maybe they'll get read like this one from Nataz 1988, my role models. Marie and Amanda are the funny weirdos I have always aspired to be. I love this show and I'm eternally disappointed when you guys aren't in everything else I watch listen. Oh, wow. That's very sweet. Isn't that so nice? It's nice. a lot of disappointment. And that's five stars. And then this is another... That fi- would be funny if it was two stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this is another five star. Love it. 
This is from oh we did we read this one okay so here's the problem you guys we don't have enough reviews we we've, we we have we've humiliating only, this is humiliating because we've we've got 318 ratings which is great but it's when I looked at the big one podcast about the earthquake that had close to 2,000 what the and we came before them yes I know I've been listening to well I don't want to plug another podcast but I've yeah. been listening to another podcast and they have 45,000 okay so this is sick this is honestly like debilitating what almost. are you guys doing you know what don't I'm over this don't even rate and review <laughs> yeah, us yeah we don't even need it no, don't Amanda. rate and review us don't give to our Patreon like I don't think you Amanda don't the you know what? I'm quitting <laughs> I'm oh, quitting no. the podcast. Guys, Amanda's quitting. So if you don't want Amanda <laughs> to quit, you have got to rate and review and join our Patreon. Because honestly, like I wasn't even aware that we'd only gotten one new review. Like this is sick. This is sickening. Like, and Maria's very ill. I'm yeah. ill. And I honestly. She can't carry this podcast on her own. I'm, She's sick. This is this is just. I, I honestly feel like I just got hit in the stomach with a baseball bat. <laughs> okay, and she's about to. Okay, so let's wind that up. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate it. Okay, so Dan, do you have a little big one that you want to talk about? I do, I do, and it's, it's sticking with the uh, a little bit of a food theme. I when I go to a restaurant and they start out with, "Have you been to our restaurant before?" Oh. Yeah. That that's enough to ruin the whole thing. Yeah, night for it's me. true. It's wow. true. Wow. Yeah, cuz just tonally I'm just completely set off because if I say no, then they like go into a whole rant. Can I say the next line they say? Please. We do things a little differently here. Oh, fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to. <laughs> you curse. are. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are. But yeah, and then they tell me how uh, they have to explain how a menu works. Yeah. Yeah. Like you Oh. Like these are shared plates. You're yeah. gonna want. They always say you're gonna want to order around three shared plates per person. Yeah. And Bitch, I'm you like, don't know what I want to order. And also, that's like seventy dollars. Yeah. Like that's expensive. Yeah, and they always bend over and like like um, monopolize one menu, and then they like go with a pen through each like menu item. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Well, it's also a problem because if you say no, yeah, you're gonna get the spiel. Um, but if you lie and say yes, then you've just started off the meal as a liar. I know. And then that is <laughs> chewing away at your brain the whole time. But also, <laughs> you may not know something that they're do Like, you may miss out on the experience. I, I had, Yeah, maybe. But I think I'd rather miss out on the experience than have their gleeful explanation of the menu. Because you think you're, you've gone to enough restaurants where you can decode a menu. Sort of like an escape room. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... I, I don't even think it's that complicated. It shouldn't be. Well, it shouldn't be. What are no. these restaurants doing that are so different? It's just that like some of them are shared plates. Like I don't understand because uh, there's never been a, a thing except for that place. Gun, wh- gun. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Wait. Son in of Austin. A gun? No, no, no. That's. Oh. I mean, in, in no, you're talking about gun show. Gun show oh. in Atlanta is basically like that they do things differently and you do need to be told because they'll come around with food and basically you'll say if you want it or not. Yes, it's they do a I've been there. It's like kind of a hipster dim sum place. Yeah. 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 Uh, there do. was also a weird restaurant that was in Atwater Village for a minute. It's not there anymore where Canale used to be called Journeyman or Journeyman. And that was different because you'd go in and you'd get sat at a table, but then you'd have to go up to the bar to order Ugh. and then sit back down at the table. And then they'd just bring you the food as it was ready. And it like, seriously, I was sweating. I was so nervous. <laughs> well, here's it. another interesting question. Okay. Because let's say you go to a place that 
um, you have to do that, okay? Journeyman. You have to go up to the counter and order. And what do you leave for a tip? Because I've mm-hmm. waited myself. Yes, you're bringing the food out to me, but like, I don't think that it should be a 20% situation because it wasn't me sitting down and someone coming over and taking my order. I had to wait in the line. Right. And then I had to bust myself. Yeah. So what do you leave as a tip? I don't know. Places like that, I'll probably do like a 5 to 10%. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mind you, I tip 20 to 25 when it's like, you know, a waiter. But like, I just feel like that's such a scam to me. Yeah. Can someone explain to me this new thing I've been seeing on menus lately where they're adding like a 15% tax onto your bill to like cover health insurance yeah have you seen that i don't like it so what's going on and then are you also supposed to leave a 20 percent tip yeah it's like i'm paying for someone's livelihood by just ordering a burger well instead of the restaurant just paying a living wage yeah why don't you pay your employees more why are you you making me feel guilty i have to have that guilt shaming and being like i actually decline because you can decline for yeah I, I declined to pay for the health insurance of the people in the back. Like, why? It's not my, like, why don't we, why don't you charge 5% for their, like, you know, uh, they're having a painter, come, their landscaper coming over. Why right. am I not paying for the landscaper? Right. That's true. They're I mean, that, that's not as important as health insurance. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are, can someone explain to me sugarfish? Sugarfish oh. is a sushi chain. I, is it? It's just in California, perhaps? Or no, LA, having, or? they have a couple in New York as well, too, now. So they add a 20% charge, but that's. That's included in their prices, but that's not the tip? No, they add a 16% uh, tip at the end. That is required, but uh, there's no like tipping. There's no additional tipping. Like You're just paying that. It's like a service charge that's included, which I kind of like because then you don't have to do the math and you also don't have to... I don't know, like, I, tipping is weird. Like, I heard this whole... There's like a whole like social experiment around it where like weird people will get tipped more than others for no apparent reason. Like... There was a, it, like, it's, it's all just, like, psychologically weird. Like, a man will tip a woman more than he tips a man. Or, like, it was, like, mm. black yeah, people Yeah, because she's will... shaking her thighs. Ew. Oh <laughs> I hope God. not. Well. <laughs> and then there was, like, another one where, like, black people are more likely to tip white people more than black people. Really? Yeah, like, there's all these weird, like, Malcolm Gladwell, like, psychological experiments of, like, tipping and stuff. Uh, and it's like, yeah, like if, uh, if, if someone is younger, they'll get tipped more. Like it, it makes no sense and it shouldn't. Like, I don't think it should be based on that stuff. Um, oh. anyway. Well, I'm just reading this LA times article where it's about the healthcare thing. The healthcare surcharge, the restaurant owners insist, isn't a political statement. They just, they say, we want our staff to have healthcare. Well, then pay for it. And this is, it's not because we support Obama or don't support Obama, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, that's crazy, though, that it's like, well, then you guys pay it. Why are we paying it? I guess restaurants are tricky businesses. They are, because you're also like, I guess the service charge is kind of factored into your salary. So your your salary is less because you're depending on other people's on tips. Yeah, and it's like, should we just pay everyone fifteen dollars an hour and call it a day? I think so. But then you wouldn't maybe get as good of service. But who cares? You know, it's weird because in Europe they have like it's like you tip like usually don't tip or you tip like five percent, and the result is and the waiters and waitresses make more money. 
So the result is like you have a far less like rushed experience because they're not based on like we we need we need fast to turnover. That's right. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I kind of like that, but I guess you're making less money as a whole for the restaurant. So it says that restaurants on average make only five cents profit for every dollar of revenue because they are labor intensive businesses with high costs. So the, I mean, it's saying basically that like they don't have the ability to give health care. So here's just a little something that the the patrons. Oh can. well, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> now you're making us feel like assholes. It's just interesting. I don't know. I mean, let's just get Bernie or Elizabeth Warren into the Oval Office, and then we'll all have health care. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm going to vote for them, so I don't have to feel weird when I get the 15%. This thing. restaurant service charge. <laughs> if, they, if they use that as a campaign thing, that would be, they'd get my vote. So, Dan, what happens when a wait, waiter comes over to you and says, have you been here before? What is your response? Okay, well, the hairs on the back of my neck okay. go up. Yeah. Okay. My 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 sympathetic nervous system kicks in. Mm. Okay. Uh, my fight or flight. Mm-hmm. My adrenals release a lot of adrenaline. Okay. And then I say yeah, and then you know. They don't. So even if you haven't been there, you do lie. Yeah, you do. Interesting. Okay. Or I'll say yes, and then I'll roll my eyes to the person that I'm sitting with. Oh. And then that's on that hard. House. You know what a good way, there should be a website maybe that's called like, um, have you been here before.com? Yeah. Have you dined with us before.com? And then it tells you how each restaurant does their own thing. So you can go in knowing. Mm. Or when you make the reservation, maybe there's like an opt out of, of asking if yeah. you've dined with us before. You know there, that Uber is doing that now where you can basically say if you want to have a conversation that's with a right. driver or not yeah. for like Uber Black, which is so funny because I took one once and I was like, I'm going to say yes, I want to conversation and the guy was like did not want to have a conversation but he was like hey so uh how's your day oh my god that's <laughs> i was like great i'm so glad you asked. that's so sad that he yeah. saw that on your thing of like, like oh he oh, wants god. a conversation <laughs> this guy's chatty <laughs> that actually i didn't i always think like oh that makes sense if you don't want to talk you know you just want to make a call or put your headphones on but i didn't know you could do it the other way or yeah. you could request a convo it gives you three choices it's like no preference, no convo, or let, hit, chat me up, bro. A lot of conversation. Chat me up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's that's tough. That's that's kind of odd, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's very funny. I know there are a lot of moral dilemmas as far as like dining out, I feel like. I feel like there's more territory there. You know what I also hate? If I can just like Please. get on my... I feel like... Um, uh, is it Mickey Rooney or Andy Rooney at the end of 60 Minutes who would have just like bitch about stuff andy rooney andy rooney mickey rooney was the actor yeah okay uh i think that when you know when the waiter comes over like and you're mid-conversation and like you're in an impassioned conversation and they just like jump in like how is everything i'm like i'm talking about how my mom just died yeah you don't have to ask how is everything like you don't have to do that if Mm -hmm. you're in conversation but it's like they they feel they have to and it's like get the tact of it should be like double dutch like no one to jump in yeah i totally agree i hate when they come over and they ask how is it i haven't even taken a bite of my sandwich yet i'm like you just set it down. Yeah. Yeah. 
like take a look take a look at how <laughs> we're such assholes <laughs> i know it's like being a waiter is so hard i've never been a waiter i've been a hostess but i was the worst hostess really could, yeah whore. i mean I'm very friendly but just like just it, it's math it's a math job you were just sitting people at the same table oh yeah like, you're all gonna the be time. sitting with these two why would you say go to table number 23 and they'd go where is that and i would say i don't know <laughs> count how about this? This is an interesting thing that almost made me call the health board <gasps> um, because I got I got pissed. So I was in a little deli shop, a very hip, trendy deli, not some like, you know, cool, like back alley one. This is one where it's expensive and... Wait, what are the cool back alley delis? You know, like ones that are like, you got to like make a left on this and then you got to go under a bridge and then it's, you know, there's this place and then there's a sign that just says like, like riverfront and then you like go in and then there's a guy behind a bar and it doesn't look like there's sandwiches there, but there are. Okay. I see. Okay. I'm with you. (laughs) I'm back in. (laughs) So... So this is a trendy place, expensive, all right? But it's a sandwich. Let me just say it's about mm, $14 for a sandwich. Mm. Okay. If I can put that. Now, I know some of you guys are going like, that's not that much. I paid $30 for a sandwich. <laughs> well, it's not. I don't, I'm not full of money. So anyway, I go in and this girl is taking people's orders and making the sandwiches and not wearing gloves. So she's handling money and credit cards. <gasps> no bueno. Then she's going behind her, picking up bread and turkey with her bare ass hands and putting sandwiches together. And in the middle of making it, going and helping someone else. And then she goes to, after she handles the money and the credit cards, she literally puts her hand under water for like negative three seconds. Like she washed her hands, but she didn't. No soap? No soap. Like literally just a done and i left that place i got my sandwich i was looking at her and and i was i wouldn't i didn't eat it and i was like this i i I looked online i was like i'm calling the health board on this bitch and what happened i didn't (laughs) did you look online i looked online and you you should not be handling money and be making and be making the sandwiches especially like you should be just have gloves then what stopped you from calling well, I just, I think I maybe ran out of energy or my rage kind of subsided. I think I would have eaten the sandwich. I would have been angry. I would uh, have put a Clorox wipe on it. Yeah, perfect. I can't. On your own mouth. <laughs> I can't. It's just too, it's like, I just think of like, like in what universe should you be making someone a sandwich while you're touching money? I never would have like... Maybe I would have picked up on that. Like, I'm just not germ conscious. But you shouldn't even be making a sandwich without gloves. Like, you shouldn't. You should have gloves. Can we call them right now? What is the place? Are you going to call out the place? You don't have to say the name. You can tell me and I'll call them right now and we'll find out what the deal is. On the air. On the air. I need to get a little snack. Oh, no. All this talk of of money sandwiches. Let's call them. Come on. We'll prank call them like crank yankers. All right. I guess we should. Okay. Get me the phone number. But I don't want want to get anyone like upset. I mean, we won't get them upset. Listen, we're... Oh, my God. Okay. 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 Let's hear it. I was in uh, Detroit last weekend for the Detroit Improv Festival, Mm -hmm. the Diff, and um, me and Drew Tarver and Ryan Gall were in an Uber. The guy 
God bless him. (laughs) He, I think, had just moved here from India a couple years ago. The stench of this, of his car was unbearable. Yeah. Windows needed to be open. And it was B.O. He had a, a very strong B.O. going on. He was a super nice guy. Very nice guy. Chatty in the right type of way. Like, pleasant. And I decided, you know, when you leave your review for them, you have a chance to give an anonymous comment. Yeah. And I wrote a long a long message to him about how, hey man, listen, my my parents are immigrants. They came from Iran. I have a lot of relatives in Iran. And, you know, hygiene is different in other countries than it is here. And body odor, it doesn't bother me at all. But it bothers other people. And your ratings would probably be a lot higher if you just took a deodorant and put it under your arms. Wow. And uh, I think it would be really good for your career. Good luck. Great talking to you. Now, Ryan and Drew were like, you are the biggest asshole in the world. I was like, I just changed this guy's life. I think. I I think that's uh, nice to do. I mean, are these public reviews or? No, I gave him five stars. Yeah. To me, that's kind. Like, also, you're not. I don't know. I mean, it just it all depends on like the tone because it's private. I'm like, to me, it's like it's really nice when someone has body odor or has a hygiene issue or bad breath. I think the kindest thing if you're close enough to them or you can do it in a nice way is to tell them. I mean, wouldn't you want to know if you were? Yeah, especially the best way to know would be through an anonymous letter honestly i mean yeah you're not shaming him you were just saying help the guy out i think that's actually a a nice thing and the like the morally correct thing to do i think you did okay okay so let's call this restaurant and tell them as well no we have to save that for the the we have to save that for the patreon (laughs) yeah no we can't because it's different because we'd be catching them off guard which <laughs> wait who's ever caught you think the driver was caught on guard no for his message? i'm just nervous that like this girl's work in the register and then like the manager is gonna come down and be like are you not wearing gloves when you but again but then again but then it's she like, needs to wear gloves i mean yeah. i yeah. think we can save the call for a patreon episode okay but and we can do it after after this let's do the big big one and then okay. maybe do the call or maybe there's some sort of way that we can email them no he, you want to do it Dan, you're so bold and brave. And what are you gonna say, Dan? I mean, what's your tone gonna be? Um, my tone. Yeah, like what's how? how? I'm gonna do that aggressive guy tone that I no, did during Dan, the ask. No, Dan. No, that was. Hey. <laughs> no, they won't take it seriously. No, I'll be very nice. Look, I, 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 I will empathize the way that I did with the smelly guy. I made it seem like I hate. It's not oh, my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell her. Hey, I like having your fingers on my food. Yeah. I'm into it. It adds to my, it, it builds my immune system to have more germs. All they need to do is get gloves and they can, because I get what they're doing. They're trying to save some money by not having two people behind that counter. Well, you know what, assholes? You just got to get gloves. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it like that. That's wow. mean. Is That's it? Or is it just tone. being real? It's real. It is being it's real. It's too real though. But we have to talk to them on the, look, this is all about, guys, you guys are all about talking about these little things that yeah. annoy us. 
But sometimes it's better to act on them and to help people out so that they don't do them anymore. Right, but that's not what this podcast is a little more hypothetical. No, we're taking it into the real (laughs) world. You're pushing us. Okay, should we get to the big, big one and then maybe we'll let Dan do his phone call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for patronizing. We'll see how much time we have. Thanks for patronizing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, you all ready? It's the future. And science has just invented a therapy capable of rewiring your neural circuitry as so as to make you more empathetic, one that decreases aggression and causes your capacity for moral reasoning and tendency to forgive to go through the roof. Would the world be a better place if we were all encouraged to use this new therapy? If human happiness lay on the other side of the tablet, would you embrace utopia and prescribe it to the world by force? So, and this is a a dilemma coming to us from newsscientist.com. So we're basically, to me, this is kind of about like um, gene editing. Um, We can get into that. But then also this idea, if we had the ability to make people better, more empathetic, more sensitive people, is that something that we should do? Or do we need assholes? And she's looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Off the bat, where are we standing on this? I say no. Okay, why? I think that... There's a reason that human beings have a uh, level of empathy. And if we had way too much empathy, we would be miserable all day long. To to just constantly be putting yourself in the shoes of the destitute and people who ha- have it awful all, all around the world. Just to, to feel, to do what empathy really is, which is actually feel what it feels like for that. I feel like it would be completely debilitating. And part mm. of uh, the success of the human brain is to be able to um to kind of focus on the positive rather than like dwell on negative and i'm not associating all empathy with negative but like i think that's why after a breakup you always like remember all the good stuff cuz like if your brain was was wired to I don't know, be too empathic, I think it would just like bring you down all the time. That's interesting. Now, I will say I think in this scenario um it's not that we're all going to have extra empathy it's that i think we all in this room have like an a normal amount of of empathy like i think we're all like decent humans mm-hmm. but you know that there, <laughs> it's that's the nicest sweet. thing anyone's ever that's said. so sweet but you know that there are some people who are just like bad people yeah who yeah. those are the people probably like committing the crimes um <laughs> what if we could give them a pill to make them at our level well, actually, I'm going to reverse it. Why aren't you empathic enough to realize that that person has their own struggles, which made them turn to crime? I mean, I do realize that. But I think if I could, I can't control them. 
But if I could give them a pill and tweak their brain, then you could, then they would just be productive members of society like how we are. Well, I well, go that okay. Far. Well, we're not causing any harm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm trying to. It, yeah. It's an interesting. It's an interesting uh, thought experiment. Maria, what do you think? Well, say what the pill does exactly one more time. It basically makes you, um, if you have a deficiency in being empathetic or sensitive, um, it, it basically, or your moral compass is off. Um, this pill would make you have like a standardized dis- level. But what is the standardized level? It seems like there's a scale of like there's bad people and then there's good people. And it's like it's like there needs to be that yin and yang for things to kind of equal. The- and why? So do you th- why, though? Wouldn't it be better if ever- no one was doing shitty things? Um, I don't know if that would get us anywhere. I think that that the bad things, I mean, that's what people learn from. That's what pe- I mean, I get it if it's like this utopian society, but but then you're just talking about like a race of zombies, basically, because then because if everyone's on the same wavelength and no one's feeling anything other than what everyone else is feeling at the same time, basically, then you're not then then you're not yourself anymore. I think it would change the way humans are for sure because I do think we also have an internal struggle of good and bad that we need to kind of go to war with every day. Mm-hmm. And like, I do think that in practice it does look creepy and utopia. It's kind of like China right now is doing this thing where uh, you get like points based on like how like uh, morally good you are. It's like doing doing good things which are in their eyes good things. So like... Mm-hmm. And you get these like points that basically you'll get a lower interest rate for, you know, for a loan or you'll well, be able to How do they have, do the points? They, it's using their, they have cameras everywhere in China now. Oh so my God. It's kind of like, um, it, and it's not just like crime stuff. It's like, it's like if you like go to the supermarket and you take something off of the shelf and then like. You don't want it and you don't put it back in the right place. Like shit like that. And are you deducted points for something like that? Yeah, absolutely. See, this is like that Black Mirror episode from like a couple seasons ago. Um, Does anyone remember what that was called? It was was with Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, and that was really interesting. It's basically like you are rated by your community um, uh, and you have a star rating and then you get different perks for... Uh, what your star rating is is like right. a good a good or bad human being oh yeah that's happening in china it's that is it's crazy but i mean is that a tactic to keep people in line mm, i don't know yeah. joseph stalin yeah <laughs> i mean i'm just arguing kind of devil's <laughs> no, advocate yeah, yeah, yeah. over here well, so what do you think i i mean i'm like it scares me the same way that like gene editing scares me yeah. i mean in some ways i just watched that um there's a netflix show that has an interesting um gosh what is it called i have it here um but anyway uh Wait, hold on. Let me just look this up real quick. Is it Forks Over Knives? Is it Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Sebastian Maniscalco's comedy special? Is it Ellen DeGeneres? Relatable? um, Is it? Oh. Oh, it's uh, Explained. It's called Explained. And um, basically, they did a whole thing on CRISPR. Um, You guys know what that is? What is it again? The CRISPR is like the technology, the gene editing technology where they can go in and change DNA. I love the term CRISPR. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice word. It's oh. got a, a bite to it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. A snap. Well, what's interesting is like, yes, you want everyone to be 
healthy and happy and functional. But if you go in and start tweaking everyone to become like this, you know, ideal person, it just... I don't know. And this is like what someone says who's like scared of technology in the future, but it's like a slippery slope, I feel yeah. like. So that's what scares yeah. me about this idea of like, well, if someone's a psychopath and they can tell in the womb, hey, your baby's going to be a psychopath, wouldn't you want them to like go in and, and add in more empathy? Or would you want to have the psychopath? I'm doing fine. <laughs> yeah, that Maria's parents <laughs> got that diagnosis. <laughs> 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 it's going to be $100 to yeah. uh, erase the psychopath. No, nah, let that's her, cool. Let her, let her be. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> I mean, in that situation, would you guys feel differently, like on an individual scale? Well, it, I mean, but there's, but the thing is, it's like you're either, there's medications and there's therapies and there's ways to live your life with, you know, uh, uh, those kind of mental um, uh qualities where you're you're not killing people and you're not making people you know you're not being harmful to other people but if you could you choose what why not because i'd want someone to at least be themselves to an extent and then be able to tweak that rather than kind of start off going okay here's i i, I don't know, know. I, th- I, I think i think for the psychopath gene that you're talking about which i think is an actual thing i don't see much harm in undoing that one. Yeah. Um, you know, look, in the same way that uh, we test for Down syndrome, you know, in Euro, and yeah. then we'll, you know, people usually in America, at least, will have an abortion, you know, once that happens. That's, in a way, the same kind of editing. One is, you know, more of a physical... One is, I guess... It's, it's so nuanced, though, with, like, psychopathy. So it's like... But I don't see any advantage into bringing a psychopath into the world. Well, yeah. And the other thing is, like, I don't really think that mental illness is a personality. So it's like if you can identify some, like a gene for depression, like if you had a, a kid with a gene for depression and they were able to in utero take that away, it almost feels wrong to not do that however it is a slippery slope and people are even um, upset about the down syndrome thing so like now that they can test for down syndrome and uh, people in america it's not they don't always do it i think it's it's optional and you maybe have to pay for it but in some other countries it's more popular so in iceland down syndrome has almost completely been eradicated there's like no people with down syndrome now but then there's some down syndrome people um people who have it who are like I am fine with myself and I'm really sad that there's not going to be any more people with Down syndrome. So we should have an island. No, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing with like... (laughs) Oh, sorry. I thought we were on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, finish your thought? (laughs) (laughs) The thing with like like psychopathy or whatever, it's like that can be diagnosed. Okay, fine. But then there's like qualities within a psychopath or a sociopath or someone that's not you know in society the way we all are someone who's maybe a little more like reserved antisocial like can't communicate with people you know in the way everyone else can where it's like that could help you know them in other ways in life so you're you're looking at it as this one thing of like well a psychopath can't be part of society and it's like well yeah they they can and if not helped they can they can be harmful but but you know it's not like that is something that can't be dealt with do you know what i mean i see what you're saying i mean it is it is again a slippery slope like let's say it's someone who you can see in utero they're gonna have add do you Mm -hmm. erase that 
like right because it's like a lot of a lot of like the best art that we have is from people who have had mental issues and you'd be undoing a lot of that yeah, exactly. a lot of that beauty as well. I don't think you've got to let things play out as they are and let people become who they are through the the negative attributes that they might have. So if you have a baby one day would you do any testing or would you just roll the dice? Um well, I do I do testing to make sure it's, you know, how I wouldn't go like I wouldn't go like no, let's not look but it's but what you're saying in this case is like would you basically cure the child of their disability quote unquote in the womb before it came out i don't know i don't know yeah I, it's definitely tricky i mean i see the good sides of it like i do think that like eradicating some disease like if they can go in and like take out the cancer genes no i'm when it comes to like when it comes to diseases like that i'm like yeah for sure do that but when it comes to stuff with the brain it it's so it's so it's your personality but i don't think that some of these things are your personality i think that's actually not true like i don't know that like depression is a personality but it's part of who you are. I'm not saying that the disease is you, but it's it's how you go through life. It's like how if everyone was on the same page, basically, then there would be no differences in, in personality, I don't think. I don't know. If, uh, to me, that's not necess- necessarily true. Although I do agree that you can when you get in and you start tweaking like things that the finer points of things of like I want to have a kid with that looks like this like mm-hmm. when like that seems like dangerous and superfluous to me but I don't know it's like if you have the ability to like make your child healthy with like a healthy functioning brain I mean I don't think that you I don't know I, I it would be tempting but then there's also the thing of like well is this just going to be something that rich people can do I think in the short term it will be, but I think like within the next like hundred years, like everyone's going to have this option. And I think that there will definitely be countries that will, that are a lot less lenient about it than, you know, I I feel like you might, like China might just be all like six foot five. (laughs) I mean, probably, maybe. Well, actually a lot of countries have already kind of outlawed this, but the um, America has not. Has not. So they haven't made any sort of like agreement like, hey, we're all, let's all like agree we're not going to, do this it's so crazy it it is scary it's happening it it already is yeah it's really wild what if like you find that what if there's like a gene that like you you know that your kid is going to be like the type of person who calls people chief (laughs) (laughs) do you delete that one i think i would delete that one i think you have to no i like i like when people call me chief that's actually kind of fun (laughs) chief hey chief (laughs) i like that do you like when people call you chief how I, I like it. You called chief? I don't really get called chief. I think that's why. But do you get called chief a lot? Or? All the time. Really? No. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I do agree that like conformity is like it's not what I personally like am going for. Um, but it, it's just interesting like that there are people also people who are um, visually hearing and visually impaired. Like they're saying like we don't want you to eradicate this. Like right. it's a way of being that actually is beautiful in I some mean, ways. Yeah, fine. They say that. But if they had a choice, you think they'd be I like... I think so. It's like when people are like, you know, are, <laughs> I'm going to sound awful here, but I feel like the parents of like severely handicapped kids that they're like, he's our little miracle. It's like, okay, got it. But if you could press a button, 
you'd want him not peeing in a bag in a wheelchair. I'm curious. I, I, yeah, yeah, people are able to live their lives pretty regularly to an, an, an extent with things that we're talking about. Whether it's hearing impaired, uh, visually impaired, um, having um, depression or anxiety or whatever. And it's like, so, yeah, it's an extra hurdle, I guess. But to eradicate it completely and go, oh, I don't want any of that. I mean... I don't know. I just don't see the the benefit in that. It just it it seems unnecessary. Like I get it when it comes to like sickness, but so blindness you wouldn't put on that on that uh, spectrum. No, I would say I would say like um, absolute blindness, and I would say like abs- <laughs> But I'm saying like if it's like someone that's like impaired, if you got like contacts. You're gonna need contacts. Yeah, like if it's stuff that can be can be dealt with in a way then it is a slippery slope to like eugenics like mm-hmm. nazi yeah kind of for sure for the right yeah i agree it's a scary area um yeah to like, get into. i have guys i have flat feet mm. oh so you couldn't go to war i oh can i no i think i can no flat feet is a is a well back in the day but now they'd probably like i, could, they'd I have great some, orthotics they'd okay give you i some can special fight. shoes first of all i have many other things bringing me down that are <laughs> not my flat feet my rotator cuff oh wow flat feet is no longer a disqualifying condition for military enlistment oh, thank god. god i wish i knew i would have totally been a navy seal <laughs> um but yeah like that's a weird thing that's like it would be cool if i didn't have flat feet but it also makes me who I am. My knock knees. I wouldn't have mind having those tweaked. <laughs> yeah, I take that shit. No, it's yeah. A what are the small? Yeah, what would you yeah, have what wanted? Are the minuscule things that you'd have tweaked. Let's see. Um, I think I would want. Uh, um. Wow. I think I'm perfect. <laughs> oh my god! I had no idea. Hmm, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would have wanted... Oh, it would have been cool. Actually, no, this is gross. I just thought like, oh, it would have been cool to be able to sing. But then I'm imagining myself with a really good voice and it's so gross. Because I'd be one of those people who would just be singing all the time and it would I would have gone into musical theater. It wow. just would have been bad. That's the thing. Like A lot of the tweaks where I'm like, well, I would have liked to have been taller. But then it's like, I think I got a lot of... I think being shorter definitely helped make me want to try harder at other stuff or you know that's or like, true you know i just i think when it comes down to it i know i saw, say this a lot with certain technologies but it's just not necessary i i don't think when it comes i think there's a place for it in like in like life-threatening diseases if like you can eradicate a cancer that will you know the, the child will be born with or something then of course 100 percent. but when it comes to these things that are manageable i know it's like kind of cute to say like well but it's who you it's it makes you who you are but it but it it does that but it also makes you who you are in society like it kind of balances out society in a way of like there's the perfect people and there's the models and then there's me Ooh, uh, model island model island Ooh. we could do an um, island of models i would love that i would never and then like like normal people get to visit once in a while yeah, yeah. but they're serving us oh they serve us yeah oh cool well, like so, so we it's model slaves. 
Yeah. <laughs> Amanda's yeah, eyes just lit up. <laughs> and they all have beautiful voices. <laughs> so what's everyone's final thought? I think that, frankly, this is something that we need to get answers to very quickly because the technology seems to be growing faster than our ethics around it are. I agree. I think it's already here. It literally already is. They're, it's evolving super fast. Yeah. And um, I, th- I think it's a matter of setting boundaries um, globally Oh, about what God. what we're wow. going to use no, this which is for? Impossible. I mean, I mean, the, we do it sometimes. You can go to North Korea and just like get. They'll be like, whatever you want. What do you want with your kid? <laughs> you it, it, it does scare me the um, that it's going to be all the rich people are going to be doing gene editing and it's going to make the wealth gap even like huger right. in this country. So I, I'm not interested in it. Um, well, it's not. It's not even just going to be a wealth gap. It's going to be like a hot gap. Uh, like, yeah, they're going to make themselves the hottest people and the tallest people of course and the smartest people right. and so there's going to be really like no opportunity it's to like, like a human gap yeah it's scary and so that really does scare me although i do believe that it can do a lot of good things so i do just think it's about um examining where the line is but i know that there's going to be people trying to push it and we're going to have some weird shit go down and soon yeah i'd like to be in that courtroom <laughs> the judge. Oh God. <laughs> well, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah. Whoa. Amanda, I sent you the dear big ones. Did you get it? It's oh. in your email. Oh yes. Okay. So now we do a little um listener email called Dear Big Ones. Dear Big Ones. I hate Home Depot. It's a giant corporation. They have terrible customer service, and I recently learned that one of their founders is a big Trump supporter. Ooh. So I have begun stealing from them on a regular basis. <laughs> I did not see that Most coming. of what I steal are things I don't need. I buy the things I need from local hardware stores because I think it's important to support local businesses. I won't go into the details of the scam, but it's super easy and there's virtually no chance of getting caught. I really enjoy doing it and I'm not going to stop, <laughs> but I thought y'all might have opinions about it. Your fan, and I'm not going to say his name just in case the authorities are tuning in. Right. Now, this is funny because someone in my life very close to me also steals from Home Depot. For the same reason? Yeah. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Because their customer service is so terrible. Um, And you really can just like pocket something very easily. Yeah, but wait, there's two things here. It's the customer service and then the Trump supporting. Yeah, the Trump supporting I did not know about. And that's interesting. That's a whole other thing we need to talk about at some point is this like Equinox, like cancel culture. What do we do? I'm not sure. Right. I'm I'm a member. Yeah, me too. And I'm looking forward to having the steam room all to myself. Oh, Dan. (laughs) I know. It's so, it's so, it's a tricky situation. I, God, yeah, it really is. I don't think you should ever steal. Yeah. I, I yeah. just think and we had uh, Caper Land on and she had a she was talking about stealing from big corporations. Sephora. And um, I just like take the freebies, but don't make the freebies. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if if something falls into your lap where it's like it's just going into it with an attitude of like they're doing this so I can do this is dangerous and it's not very moral yeah this to me seems like an easy one I mean it's one thing to not want to shop at the place because you don't agree Mm -hmm. with their politics or whatever but yeah to you're in essence doing something 
uh, I would say almost worse than what they're doing because they're not doing anything that's necessarily ethically wrong. They're doing something that you could disagree with vehemently. And I, hey, I get after a while when I'm walking the aisles at Home Depot and I can't find what I'm looking for and there's no one to, to help me with, I want to fucking, yeah, I want to firebomb the place. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think, yeah, I can't think of anything really that justifies stealing like that. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, it's really easy to pocket a couple of screws. Okay, it's so easy. And if that's an outlet for your rage um, (laughs) and that's the like that helps you control your rage that otherwise you might take out on the road or take out on your family. I'm like, take it. If you need to take that rage out on Home Depot by pocketing a couple of little nails, then I actually I have no personal problem with that. Um yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. Sure, but so you have a you have a financial limit. If it's under a dollar, steal away. Have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's like if you're acknowledging that this is a way for you to like do something bad that like gets that energy out. It, it's not really hurting well, it anyone. Seems like this person saying it's not so much that it's just like they're this they're a large corporation i don't agree with them so i'm gonna do this to kind of just like it makes me feel good it's not like they're like shaking with rage and then they can steal some screws and then they can calm down do you know what i mean i also think that this person it's not that oh home depot has a trump supporter at the helm and bad customer service so i steal what i'm getting from this email is like i steal and this is how I'm justifying it. And I do think that's like not quite okay. Yeah. Like I feel like they'd be stealing anyway. Possibly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like it, when it comes to like that idea of like the big corporation and stuff. It's like there's otherwise it's it's kind of such a it's I think it's like a thing that people hate about millennials because we're you know all millennials and it's like we're owed something and it's like if you're doing this then i'm gonna do this and it's like well no like like there's other ways to fight the system than just kind of like quietly like making yourself feel good do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah like maybe this guy should write a letter and not to us no 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 (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know it's funny i i was at home depot a couple months ago and i was looking for something and I asked someone, they're like, it's here. I couldn't find it. I asked someone else, they're like, oh, we think it's here. Couldn't find it. And I go to the register. I'm like, man, I looked for this thing and no one knows where it is. He's like, you know what? Just get it off of Amazon. <laughs> are you kidding? I swear. And I was like, okay, Home Depot's going out of business. Yeah. When the employees are like, just get go it off to of Amazon. Amazon. I mean, truly, Home Depot is terrible. And they also have this app, which this they're Ugh. trying to help solve. They, they know about this issue, by the way. People <laughs> do complain. So the app is like, oh, locate your item on the app, aka we don't have anyone who knows what the hell they're doing here. Yeah. So look oh. on the app. The app is never right. Yeah. It's oh. always wrong. It's, and it'll like be like fake aisles. Like it's an aisle 64N. And you're like, where? There's no, there's no letters after Well, this sounds like something. Numbers. We need to pull our listen, listeners together and we need to figure out a way to get Home Depot listening. We yeah. should all steal from Home Depot. No. On, okay, on August what, yeah. 30th, no, we're Amanda, all going into no. our local Home Depots and everyone pocket a handful no. of nails. Amanda, you're going to get arrested. 9.30. <laughs> you're going to get arrested. Or 8.30, August 30th. Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, I, I don't personally steal. I used to steal chips from Subway mm-hmm. only, like, once or twice. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm just 
don't, yeah, stealing is not for me. I, for whatever reason, I don't really have a problem with people stealing a little bit from Home Depot. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it's probably something wrong with me, but I'm just kind of like, and this guy's not going to stop. I think you just have very little respect for nails. Yeah, that's You're like, so just take true. A nail. They should be free. It's you true. Know? The nails hold this whole world together. Yeah, they do. That's why she's constantly like undoing nails everywhere and taking them for herself. Free nails for all. That's my campaign. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I am kind of interested in like this Equinox conversation though, because yeah. that's, that's a really tricky one. Um, especially when, if you're going to like do that, it's like, well, what else do you need to do? Right. It's the, um, it's the, let's do the one that's easiest. And then there's this other thing where it's like, oh, but I like that a lot. You know what I mean? Like people are very quick to say no to one thing and not another. Although we're all just doing the best we can. Yeah. I, I mean, don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I have a hard time with these kind of blanket boycotts. And like, look, I have people in my family who love Donald Trump and I love them. So I wouldn't live. I wouldn't wish for them to go bankrupt. Right. And so it's like I have a tough time when it's like, well, because this person likes Trump, we need to pull the plug on it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a. It's a tough thing because I definitely would boycott other things based on, on. Well, it's a point of view people have. It's not an active. Like if you found out, and I get it's like this once removed thing of like it is. It isn't Donald Trump, but it's someone who agrees with Donald Trump, and it's like I get boycotting Trump Hotel, Trump. You know, I get that, but right. it's like if someone just has a point of view about something or agrees with it's like to then put that on them as if as you can't have that point of view that's where it gets a little scary well it's just hard because this guy thought that he just voted for trump it's that he's raising millions and millions oh, of dollars right. so it's like directly in some ways yeah in some i mean it's not direct okay it's just like he's a a equity holder in right. equinox or whatever i don't really know but like i i just think I don't know. I feel like if someone were super anti-Obama and they were just like, I'm not supporting this business because they're supporting Obama, that would be weird to me. Like, that would be strange. Yeah, I mean, and I agree. Like, I in, know that they're different. They're different people. Obviously. It's just hard because Trump is so awful and is like actually like a racist and like enabling, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. So that it's just like a different situation. Like, I don't uh, in general, I like don't care if people are Republicans or who they vote for, but it's just... Trump is like He's his own. One. It's a monster. <laughs> what are so? What are you going to do with your Equinox membership? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm my, still thinking about it. My love for Kiehl's products is oh, a little bit higher hard. than my disdain for Donald Trump. <laughs> it's really tough. They yeah. give you free Kiehl's there. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's oh my really god. Nice. Oh my god. Actually, interesting ethical dilemma. I'm at the Equinox last week, and uh, there's this guy who literally pulls out a mason jar from his bag and starts filling it up with the Equinox body cream. Yeah, that's like fine. That's take everyone. the freebies. Is it? Are you yeah. okay I with mean, that? He's paying the 220 yeah. bucks take a month. Oh, well, I'm also scamming Equinox because I think I've talked about this Amanda, before. Amanda, careful. She takes all the nails out of the Yeah, work, that building's about to Okay, fall. I won't say how I'm scamming them, but I underpay them by $10 a month. How? Well, I have... A hookup who... <laughs> wow. Wait. You have zero... You're like, I'm not going to tell you. Just tell me. Okay. I know. I've yeah. lied and told them I'm a Wilhelmina model. Oh, yeah. They have okay. the model discount. Yeah. So I'm getting a model discount. And let's just say there there was 
forgery involved. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> but I've always tried to get a hook up there and I they won't believe that I'm a Willamina. They're not going to ask. I do mean, they, do you think they're going to be giving discounts now that people are leaving? I don't think people are really leaving. I think there was, I think like the people who are protesting didn't have memberships to begin with. Exactly. Wow. And I don't know. Wow. the ones that leave, once they go to 24 hour fitness for three days, they're going to go back. Junk, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I once did no because I I once was like I, this is gonna sound so pretentious but uh, it's a fucking lot of money it's like two hundred twenty bucks a month or something and I was like, not mine mine's one forty because really? the Pasadena one's small oh wow you can't go to any Equinox no they oh, won't let me in the door at any of the other ones that's amazing no mm-hmm. mine I have like the every one oh okay so you, yeah that's expensive but um anyway I was like this is too much I cannot justify this it's just too much money and then I started going to crunch and like there was like. <laughs> I was like, wait, there aren't like 10 people constantly cleaning the, the, the locker room at once. And there was like napkins everywhere oh, and yeah, hair everywhere. Yeah. Like after a week, yeah. I was like, I can't do that. That's how they get you. They get you used to a level of cleanliness. It, and that's what it is. It's the, it's the cleanliness. It's like for me, it's like not the amenities or whatever. Like I like their classes. And I was paying way more on class pass when I was doing that. Yeah. Like it's way cheaper for me to do Equinox than to have like a membership at a yoga studio. That's, that's right. more expensive. For 140 a month for a year, I mean, you could build your own in in home gym get so many nails where am i gonna put an in-home gym i have to buy a different house it's way more (laughs) (laughs) that's expensive it's way more fun to go somewhere and also that place it's like it's almost it's borderline country clubbish because again they have have sauna there's no food there's a cafe there's a cafe you have to pay for it yeah. Well, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't think this was Like buffet heaven. when you walk in. Yeah. Wait, well, let's not have, don't join Equinox. Okay. Well, if there's well, a deal, like promoting selling Equinox, it. Suddenly, <laughs> I didn't realize. Deal, suddenly, I didn't we're realize. just saying it's so oh. good. No, but I, I, it's something I've been thinking about and I did, so something happened the other day. I was playing Yahtzee and I was rolling the dice and I really, in order to win, I needed a Yahtzee. And so in my brain, I said, God, if I get a Yahtzee, I'll quit Equinox. Oh, and I got the Yahtzee. So now I, <laughs> I'm really torn. Wow. Anyway, I'll keep you all posted. Yeah. I might quit. I don't know. Listen, if there, was a, if there was a better alternative, great. Yeah. Uh, I'll join. I don't care. But like, there isn't. I don't know. I'm not anyway, part of this. Anyway, long not story short, Trump 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Dan, what can we, What? where can people find your podcast? Um, anywhere podcasts are listened to. Uh, just type in Green Eggs and Dan. And uh, yeah, also on my socials, at uh, Stand Up Dan, we post all the fridge pictures on my Instagram. So you can Fun. see right now Hassan Minaj and uh, Michelle Buteau's fridges are up. Uh, great. Um, which is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Give it a listen. Give it a rating. Give it a... I don't have a Patreon, but, um, you know... Give to ours. Yeah. In, and we'll give... We'll throw Dan something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get 10%. <laughs> no, no. We, no. <laughs> we can't agree to that. <laughs> um, and then you can always find us at The Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com, your dear big ones. Or if you have a big, big one that you want us to discuss... And then join our Patreon. You know it. You, my, my voice is fatigued. I know. You're fading. Yeah. Okay. It's well, fatigued. You're supposed to end on the high. I am. <laughs> oh, wait. Aren't Maria. we prank calling the sandwich shop? No. Wait, we'll guys. We'll see. We'll we'll see. Guys. Yeah, we can. Well, thanks. For, we say this all together. The big ones. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to The, the Big, big Ones. ones.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.